Do you party with all the Russians? Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. And I'm Ash. And before we get into our movie, I wanted to take the opportunity to introduce our guest, Tack Van Sickle. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. Longtime listener. Yeah, I mean, people who've listened to our show have heard your name many times. You're uh, an often contributor to yeah, Twitter. I, I brought to you uh, batteries not included, and I apologize. Yeah, there's some big shoes you have to fill this time. Yeah. That's okay. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so I don't remember anything about it. So. Oh, the movie's charming. <laughs> I, I liked it. I brought legend, so you know. We yeah. all we all have that we one. Have one. What did you bring, Brett? <laughs> Brett? Uh, the winningest movie, thank you. The substitute. substitute. Wow. Ash, I think you get in Sino Man. <laughs> yeah. I'll own up to that. <laughs> That's a classic. What are you talking about? I'm sure I had something stinky at some point. I'm not thinking of it now, but I can't even I'm think. Sure I know I can't. You suggested. Oh. I know Nick just hosts, and we just pick out all the movies. Clean here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only benefit of never getting your movies picked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Tech has several projects going on. Uh, two mm-hmm. big podcasts: uh, Twisted Ten podcast, Living Podcariously, and Ash. You were on Twisted Ten. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I was. Yeah, we did that. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my, yes, brain was, my brain was Move cashing along. <laughs> Yes, I was. Let's never speak of it again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was great. It was, uh, it was a fun, it's a fun podcast that you guys do where you let the hosts choose like their top 10 of something weird, right? Yeah, anything. Yeah. They let the guests choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you when I guys. was on it, I got to choose, I chose the t- my top 10 weirdest cocktails in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about those cause I felt like it kind of fit in with let's drink. And the, the funny thing is, is recently one of the, my top weirdest cocktail in the world was in the news. It's the sour <laughs> toe cocktail. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, it was in the news recently, but it's a cocktail with a real human toe in it. Ew, what? Pretty disgusting. Yeah, it's a real thing. Look it up. It's it's terrifying. So <laughs> just know that they, I've never done that to you. Do they it's like reuse thing. the toe or do they like have all these people just willing they to give up their toes? People give them their toes and donate them, but the toe is a mummified toe. You don't eat the toe. The toe's just in your cocktail. And the challenge is, is you're supposed to like wait. touch it with your lips when you drink. You don't wait, wait. Tell me whether I eat the toe. To be clear. <laughs> There's like like a fine if you eat the toe they yeah. like charge you a lot because of money because people like you nick they have to yeah no, no, the to toe be frequently. clear i'm deciding i don't and i don't <laughs> care what you say <laughs> anyway it's like a challenge you're supposed to like to see how many cocktails you can drink with this toe in it i guess it's it's disgusting i'd never do it i but. feel a little <laughs> nauseous guys yeah, so that's a small uh, taste of the episode of me on yeah. Tax Show, if you want more of that. I must have had crazier stuff than that, Tack, as, as top 10 yeah. ideas. Yeah, we've had all kinds of things. We've had, uh, like, unusual um, religious practices. We've had... Oh, God. Unusual weddings. Um, I think one that's of the... kind of fun. 
Yeah, it was kind of fun. Um, what was another one? Another one was um, the best, like, as seen on TV products or something like that. That was pretty yes. fun. Uh, nice. Um, Topper can be anything. The the YouTube series Buddy System, there's a character, and it's a scripted comedy, but there's a character who has created all these <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, t- to-be-sold-on-TV products. It's, was that the uh, Rhett and Link show? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a great gag. It's on YouTube Red though, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know a yes. single person that has YouTube Red. You know two now. Yeah. Two. Wow. I, I you think you might I be the pay only two for a Google account for the music because mm-hmm. of the Google Home. It's like this Google rabbit hole. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think anybody pays for Red. I think you get Red for free as part of with other, other things. You can pay for Red, <laughs> no, but you, I don't. If you pay you for would. one Google service, the others are included. I just yeah. can't imagine oh. somebody being like, I fucking love YouTube. I want to pay a monthly fee for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, then, I'm even a YouTuber and I don't pay for it. I'm just leeching off of Nick's service. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should trim this part out of the band. <laughs> <laughs> but you, it's a family plan. You're allowed we, to add. We also might want to publish something on YouTube Red one day. That's true. <laughs> Cut this out, Brett. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, Tack, you've got uh, another podcast that you're spinning off into a web series soon, correct? Yeah, that was, uh, it's called Taint Funny. Um, it's uh, three other friends of mine. We've been lifelong friends. One of them since we were like 12 years old. And uh, that was just more about just like movies, television, just all the nerdy crap, comic books, which I'm not big into comic books, but two of the guys are. So we're in talks of moving that over to YouTube and just doing a YouTube series of just like a, a potpourri type show, just with sketch comedy and just us just sitting around like a pool and just doing like an episode, a video episode, and then just other scripted shit or stupid shit or whatever. Hmm. So YouTube variety show. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to start reading some comic books. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm you? way too far behind, especially the way they talk. They go way back with some of these stories, and I'm just like, I'm lost. Well, f- this is, is how Nick makes me feel. Is I, I yeah. feel like the barrier for entry into the comic book world, I'm just like, I'm so far behind. It's But mm-hmm. every five years or so, they do these big relaunches, and Marvel is doing a relaunch this year, starting at, at issue number one for most of the popular series. So this is a good time, I think May or June, to get into Marvel. Okay. If anybody is so interested. How much a cut are you getting out of that promo? I just I'm, I'm supporting <laughs> the art. <laughs> and and I'm sure uh tax co-host would uh would be on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we have an exciting movie this time around, something that Tack wanted to watch, uh Coming <laughs> to America from 1988. I saw uh, it in the theaters. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So first run in theaters. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, I would have been old enough to see that. I don't think I saw it in theaters. This hmm. is the year I was born. Yes. And Brett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was still in utero. Yeah. <laughs> so why why this movie? And have you seen it since seeing it in the theater? Oh, well, yeah, obviously, but I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Probably a good, I don't know, probably 10 years at least since I've seen it. Any particular reason why this one popped up? I mean, you suggested a few. This is the one we kind of right, right, on right. To. It's always been funny my whole life. I think it'll hold up well. Yeah. <laughs> there might be uh, probably a few jokes in it that might not fit with today's sense of humor, 
But yeah. Yeah. That's something we've been seeing in a few movies we've done lately. I know. I just listened to the Crocodile Dundee episode. I haven't seen that movie in like two decades, probably. And you guys are like torn apart. That's <laughs> 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 kind of hurt. It was well, it was surprising it was with the hype that that movie series was getting with that with that <laughs> ad and like yeah it was yeah. Just like oh this must be awesome and it was kind of weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't terrible, but it wasn't what we hoped. I did talk to a side note. I did talk to a lady from Australia, and I was talking to her about the whole Crocodile Dundee thing, and she was like, "It's finally blown over." That stupid Crocodile Dundee movie, and now it's back around again. So I don't know if Australians like it. They might not. So I guess you didn't ask her about the Paul Hogan show? I didn't, know. I want to know what that show is about. Just Google it, dude. Like, it's got to be there. Well, I know it's a variety show. I just don't know if it's any good. It's too bad. There's no, you know, website where you can go and watch clips (laughs) from old shows. And I feel like I looked, but I'm not 100% sure. So John Landis is our director here, and we've seen John Landis really uh, very early. Yeah. Wow. Really? (laughs) Was Was American Werewolf in London our first episode? Yes. Yes. Well, our first recorded, not our first released. Yeah, first actual episode was Wet Hot American Summer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Correct. So pretty early, we we've established at least myself as a fan of John Landis, and I think everybody's. Somewhat on board with John Landis. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced that this is going to rock now that I know this. Yeah. So I wonder, I, and, I wonder if it has any of the uh, unsafe, like, obviously unsafe stunt stuff that John Landis is sort of known for as well. Is this like a stunts movie? Hmm. Mm. I don't remember. Stunts. Not really. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back at John Landis really woke me up to we gotta do three amigos you guys mm. <laughs> oh that oh. would be a good one yes. yeah that that's or blues brothers <laughs> yeah i mean for a long time we said on this show like we're not gonna do movies that we know are awesome and to me blues brothers is a masterpiece of unquestionable esteem <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, okay. but plus i've watched it recently <laughs> but we could do it if you want <laughs> I don't I'll remember. I mean, it. I love Blues Brothers, but I also would be curious to see. It's yeah. been a long time. I'd be curious to check it can out. Can I? Can I make a confession? Sure. Uh oh. I never uh. saw Blues Brothers. Oh, oh no. <laughs> See, but now you have the opportunity to see Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can step into this, and it's a fresh movie to you, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's. I mean, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm going to throw that out there, yeah. even though I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm on Nick's positive side. positive that it's good. <laughs> so, of course, our, our big actors in this movie are Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio <laughs> Hall, Eddie Murphy, oh. Arsenio Hall, and James Earl Jones. Is this going to be <laughs> like... Like an Eddie Murphy movie where he's like playing different people. This is the Eddie Murphy oh, movie. Yeah. Where, yeah. Oh, it's no. basically Eddie Arsenio Hall playing like half the characters in this movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> so we got a clump scenario. So, okay. No. I was going to ask, why is that a bad thing? Because of clumps. It's a bad thing. I think there's yeah. a point where it's too far. It's done better in this movie than anywhere else. Okay. I, I so, completely agree. Like this is yeah. like the the pinnacle of that, but 
we're going to fight for a second. I think the Nutty Professor is hilarious. <laughs> and those those family scenes where Eddie Murphy is playing all uh, of the members no. of the family. No, no, no. You can't Brilliant. take this back. No! <laughs> you know Why what, though? You do that? I think Kinnick's got a point here. Like, oh, no. a lot of people it's like really that. Funny. And I remember it being funny, but I only ever watched it once. <laughs> so. yeah, I don't know if I watched it, but I remember laughing. I think the standalone movie might have been garbage. I'm not saying they're great movies. I'm saying that they had some really funny stuff. Okay. And those family dinner scenes where Eddie Murphy's playing everybody, they're funny. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like that was a style of comedy that, like, I'll give it to you that it was funny at the time that has not aged well and is okay. not funny anymore like mike myers yes what? totally what's well, wrong with mike he, myers well no i think it's just <laughs> I, another I, sorry sorry of, of another actor that plays multiple people and it was kind yeah. of from that oh, same gotcha. time period i think i like him gotcha. i think he's quite funny but that mike myers thing might have come off the rails by the third austin powers movie yeah Which one was the one with the scottish the fat, fat man. That's that was like everyone. Too much. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was not all of them. That's all of he's, them. No, he's no, not in the first no. movie. Yeah, really? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it was the gold member character where I was like, okay, we're done. We're just, this <laughs> is remember. not funny anymore. <laughs> oh, did you know the actor that played Minnie Me? Yeah, Vern Troy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, back to your obsession with the clumps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're going to see that formula in this movie work. Okay. Like this is where that idea came from and it's executed better than anywhere else. I think. Okay. I, I don't actually have a thought to, to go with my question here, but, but uh, talk anyway, <laughs> comparing like Eddie Murphy's playing the same part everywhere to like Peter Sellers is playing the same part everywhere. Like, is it that kind of, I'm, I'm not familiar with this. Is this Pink Panther? I haven't seen those movies. Um, I was thinking of, um, well, he does it like in a bunch of movies. Like he's yeah. like two or three characters in Doctor Strange Love, and ah, okay. like oh yeah, yeah. I think that can be done well. I feel like there's a point though. But wasn't he only two characters in Doctor Strange Love? I'm not sure. I'd have it to has look been it up. But I, I feel like every movie I watch Peter Sellers, he's like everyone and. The, the one Peter Sellers movie that I'm a huge fan of is Being There, and he does not do that at all there. Mm. He's just being there. Yeah. <laughs> really? But yeah, I'm um, looking forward to the, the, the mini, mini Murphys. I, I think there's a reason <laughs> why Tropic Thunder parodied it, because it has now become uh. laughably bad. You know, I'm like imagining when you're playing a pinball game and then you get multi ball, multi ball. It's like multi Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <It's too much. laughs> this is like when Eddie Murphy was still funny, though. So, yeah. like, whoa, it's gonna be whoa, good. whoa. <laughs> what happened to Eddie Murphy? I know he went like into like the family zone, but. Like He'll yeah, Doctor Do- Doolittle. <clears throat> yeah, I gotcha. He went through a <laughs> or, cheesy uh, thing for a while. Or the haunted house movie. But he had haunted, kids. That's what happened. Haunted Mansion is interesting to me. It's you know, it's Disney has this property in their theme park, and they have never had a movie based on it, so they're trying to cash in on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just <laughs> flops, and it was a terrible idea. Yeah. But then, tell me how that's different from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Because Pirates of the Caribbean was actually a good movie. And 
I mean, depends that's, on that's who the key there. One's a good movie, one's bad. Depends yeah. on who you talk to. Like, my kids love the Haunted Mansion movie. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They watched it over and over and over again, so. Kids have notoriously bad taste, though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's coming out swinging <laughs> I know because I had to make really shitty kid content for a while and like they just the shittier it is sometimes the more they like it it's this weird phenomenon I was hanging out with uh, uh, my my friend Ryan in Boise a uh, a couple weeks ago and he shout out to Ryan in Boise you know he's got kids and he's like oh man so Gino's doc mcstuffins rule? like that's the best kids show doc mcstuffins and like it's not good dude well also okay. talking about it doc mcstuffins <laughs> is pretty cool she is a doctor i have She's no a- idea what you guys are talking yeah, about <laughs> oh boy yeah i kind of came into this thinking wow eddie murphy has just stopped doing anything but then looking him up on IMDb, that's not exactly true. He's just been, uh, you know, big chunks of time between movies. But he's mm-hmm. still doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Did anybody see Mr. Church? No. Came out last year? What no. is that? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like more of a heavy drama sort of thing. Um, you know, I was curious to see it, but I never I never did Does check it Does he play out. a church in this movie? No, he plays Henry Church. <laughs> so I guess he does play a church. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, dude is still working, but I think it is a family thing where he and and this is you know a really good thing. The same thing happened to uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Well, I mean, in not, a much heavier way with Rick Moranis. It but, wasn't that McRan- Rick Moranis <laughs> stopped acting or stopped doing other films to do kids' films. It's that Rick Moranis stopped. acting period to take care of his children right and that's what i'm saying like eddie murphy kind of sort of quit Mm. but he does do something every now and then Mm -hmm. although he probably has donkey money everywhere you see i wonder yeah i wonder if the the family friendly content money is so much bigger than like the you know uh objectively funnier uh swears guy comedy you know because you're working with disney and like once so, you do family, like you can't be Swears guy anymore. Mm. Yeah, mm. Swears guy. I think he'll be back. I think he'll come back. He'll probably even do. I bet you he'll do another night of stand up again here soon too. Oh yeah, like a Netflix yeah. special, like Chris Rock did. Something like how like Robin Williams came back and did like one night show, and then I yeah. think, that would be very or Dave exciting. Chappelle just came back. Yeah. So yeah, we've also got James Earl Jones here, who we saw in the <laughs> same lot. Whoa! Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know. No. <laughs> Um, and yeah, James Earl Jones is pretty awesome. Um, you know, I don't know that there's much, much we can say about him. I was looking at his IMDb list and it's just like Darth Vader heavy. I was just watching (laughs) the behind the scenes for Jurassic Park, the original movie. And he like, not not a lot of people know he played the Dilophosaur. Yeah. You know, actually, (laughs) yeah, it's amazing. No, No, he narrates the behind the scenes. (laughs) Oh, kind of crazy. He probably has more credits for narrator than anybody else. Probably like him and Morgan Freeman are narrator guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, with so many video games and cartoons and stuff like, like his list is full of Darth Vader shit. 
Oh. Where he plays Darth Vader like characters, like in The Lion King, same character. You know, Coming to America, same character. Yeah, I yeah. think Mufasa and the character in Coming to America are... And Darth Vader. All three is the same person, basically. Wait, was Mufasa the bad guy? No, he's the father. The dad. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, I just, I, I was like, Mufasa's a good guy and Darth Vader's a bad guy. So I was finding it hard but, to... Con- but like, is he? The dad same. guys. Dad guys, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That is, there's the next spinoff podcast, Dad Guys. We just watch dad <laughs> movies. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to our show. We just, we really like dads, you guys. <laughs> dads and guys. Wait a minute. What's that new video game? It's like this dad dating God of War. Game? Oh, no, wait. Never um, mind. <laughs> dream Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people are really <laughs> into Dream Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So... Ash, it seems like you haven't seen this movie. I have seen this movie. Oh, you just don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember a lot. It was the other movie that I hadn't seen. The other movie we were talking about was, uh, what was it? Babysitter? Dr. Doolittle? Oh, Adventures in oh, Babysitting. Oh, Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was and, another movie um, we're considering for today. So, that one I wasn't sorry, sure Sorry, audience, seen. you don't get to hear us talk about Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> but uh, this one I've definitely seen. I remember seeing it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember a lot about it, except... I just remember Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy in the movie, but and it's yeah. clear you don't remember much because I just talked about a couple significant things. And yeah, you had no idea. Well, it was the year I was born, so give me some cred. <laughs> uh, Brett, have you seen it? Uh, uh, this was like a TV movie for no. a while. Yeah, totally. No, that's yes. how I saw yeah. it too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. I thought uh, you meant made for TV. Oh uh, no, mean it was like a was movie like that was on, played on TV. Alone. Yeah, uh, and. I was never one that I like watched all of. I, I know I've seen like mm. scenes, but uh, yeah, I've never actually watched this whole movie, and I'm pretty excited because <laughs> yeah, I just want to see like the classic, awesome Eddie Murphy uh, that I miss. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be good. Sam, have you seen it? Yeah, actually, also like Brett as a kid, probably way too young to be seeing this movie. But I watched it on TV, like, with my dad, <laughs> which, if I remember correctly, it's pretty inappropriate. Oh, like, is it? Like, there's some yeah. real, like, sexy things that happen in here, and I'm kind of very weirded out that this was okay. That keeps happening when we watch <laughs> movies with your dad. We we watched... Uh, we, we, he was like, let's put on like a comedy for the family on one of the holidays. And it was like, get him to the Greek. And there's like a, a whole bunch of horrible sex scenes and stuff in that. And, and yeah, like one, it's it's not my dad. It's my family in general. They like to be really cool and put on comedies and not realize that they have very inappropriate things. Like the <laughs> Easter that my aunt gave us Bruno and then put it on. <laughs> yep. Man, so- I was going to say... That I could one-up you, but then you pulled out Bruno. But my dad sat down to watch Clockwork Orange with me, which Ooh. was a weird and awkward experience. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember turning to my dad during the sped-up sex scene, and I was like, so is this just like a porno? And he was like, yeah, I guess. And then we both stood up and walked out of the room. <laughs> yep. I know. I, I told you, to I, I saw this movie in the theaters with my mother. So oh. and there's not too much like sex scenes. It's more, more the language than anything else. But yeah, there's yeah, not I don't much remember sex anything too crazy. 
No, just maybe, in the beginning. But yeah, maybe I can't I'm wait crossing to talk about it. the real sexy things, as Sam describes them. I could, <laughs> That's a great term. I could easily be crossing this over with a different movie, but mm. I vaguely remember like him, like having a ball washer chick, like right, <laughs> that like yeah. may or may not be in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm gonna like it. I think it's gonna be really funny, and I'm sure there's gonna be dated parts, but I think overall it's gonna hold up. So Tack, you you brought it to us. What are you expecting to happen here? Uh, I'm expecting to uh, love it like I always have. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I tend no to look over growth, those no change. Yeah, <laughs> I look over like those jokes that like okay that wouldn't work today, but. It's still funny. <laughs> you know, I, I know where the joke came from, so so I can look over that kind of stuff. Doesn't bother okay. me. <laughs> yeah, that's always interesting. Is there going to be stuff where, you know, perspectives have changed in the past 20 or 30 years? And I don't know. I don't think there's going to be anything particularly troubling here, but I guess we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Well, considering that potentially there's a woman who washes his balls, I'm pretty concerned at this point, if that's what you guys are talking about. That honestly seems pretty up to date with today's comedy. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) So, yeah, let's let's check it out. Uh, We're going to watch Coming to America, and uh, then we're going to jump back on the mic, and we're going to see if this thing is actually still any good. Say, can you see? Oh, God. I'm coming to America. Oh, I thought you were going to sing the the national anthem. <laughs> that, was, that was the joke in their song. Oh, I see. We watched Coming to America. Woo! Woo! And we came to America. Wow. <laughs> Bad. Bad. There You're are welcome. no. There are no good theme song movie songs except maybe ghostbusters that's that's i'm gonna open with that are you talking about a bobby brown or are you talking about the ray parker jr (laughs) yeah bobby brown was the second one right and that was weaker (laughs) no the original ghostbusters song that was that was a jam bustin 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 (laughs) bustin makes me feel good yep so i feel like this movie should be shown in film school. Okay. As, Explain. As here's how important editing is. Interesting. That movie Go was on. an hour 56. I think that was an hour and a half movie. And I'm not talking cut out <laughs> any scenes. I'm talking cut out tops and tails of, of shots. Clips, like the <laughs> the subway train yeah, goes away. Let's watch the entire subway go. The whole train. And I'm like, I get the and point. Then, I was thinking of that, too, because the very next shot, they cut to the Waldorf Astoria Hotel where we see the flag waving. Then the camera moves over to the sign that says Waldorf Astoria Hotel. And then we pan down. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, cut out the flag. Like, this movie <laughs> felt so slow. Well, that was their country's flag. Right. Okay. I didn't get that. And it made the. Because it was on every vehicle they drove. I was just bothered by how slow that scene transition was. You just hate flags. 
just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're a notorious a flag hater. Yeah. I, I feel like it only felt slow in the end. Yeah, like, I agree. I felt yeah. it, felt it was like a bell curve. Time. Yeah. I mean, it started a little slow. Yeah, with that like long shot over the planes oh, yeah. and everything. I was like, Okay. But for an opening title sequence. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I thought the beginning yeah. was really snappy with the humor and the jokes. Totally. And, the and then it was like he came to America and it was still all right. And then it was like around when he like got the job at the restaurant is when the yeah. editing pacing slowed way down. Yeah. And the jokes slowed down and were fewer and far between. <laughs> Um, it's like they just relaxed. You know, we'll get through the movie when we get through the movie. <laughs> you just get, you get comfortable, eat your popcorn. We'll get around to telling a story. But also, you have to take into context that this movie was, you know, 1988. Like, I think we're used to editing pacing being much faster. For sure. Yeah. 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 And And I think that slower pacing is felt in the Blues Brothers a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, it never bothers me there. Yeah, just. I think it's it's especially it feels especially weird here because it's a comedy and comedies are normally I think cut yeah. much quicker. And and Blues Brothers is a comedy as well. Yeah. It, first, the the slowest is not as much of a problem in Blues Brothers, but it just I don't know the different tone. Like an Eddie Murphy movie should be faster, like Beverly Hills Cop. Pow mm-hmm. pow pow. You know, pow, but pow, the, pow. there was a few places where the the slow pacing actually was like really funny like the uh that first nightclub scene where it's just a long shot of them walking all the way across this nightclub and it it could have been cut but it wasn't and every second was hilarious just eddie murphy just like i don't know what to do here (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i felt it more on shots like nick was talking about where it's just like this is just sort of an establishing shot of a building or something that could be cut much tighter. Yeah. But again, I think that's just the difference between <clears throat> what you're used to now and. Yeah, was... I, I think it's a little bit of both. There were better paced movies in the eighties for sure. I have a question. What what was Louis Anderson doing in this movie if he wasn't there to make jokes? <laughs> he was the only white guy. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, he was the only. That's not true. The guy in the barber shop <laughs> was played by Eddie Murphy. That wasn't the Jewish guy? guy. Yes, <laughs> I kind of wanted. Like, I thought it would have been really funny if Eddie Murphy just played all the white people in this movie too. Would have been <laughs> hilarious. Well, I really like your point, Brett. Like, what's the point of Louis Anderson if not for jokes? Because I was really excited. The first time he was on screen and I was like, yeah, Louis Anderson. I love Louis Anderson. And then he has like two lines in the movie and none of them are jokes. Yeah. yeah. He's just talking about how he works at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, McDowell's. God, get it right. <laughs> was was he like on Saturday Night Live with uh, uh, Louis Anderson? Yeah. No, I don't think no. he was ever on SNL. Oh, because I was going to say maybe it's just Eddie Murphy being like, hey, SNL friend. I yeah. have a role for you. I don't think so. I imagine yeah. that there was like a whole bunch of like, that was the stuff that got cut was they spent way too much time yeah. in McDowell's. <laughs> Louis was hilarious oh, yeah. and they cut him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just let him improv and then they were like, none of this works for the film. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
He did look great in that hat, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. So I guess it kind of plugs into the slowness, but what was going on in that scene with the beauty pageant? The was it black awareness? <laughs> oh my month, god. Or? What was going on? Were they auctioning just, them off? I don't even understand. It was just a weird, slow, lazy scene. <laughs> I, I always wanted the same thing. Well, it, yeah. it, they were praising the Hugh Hefner from above. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that line. But I guess the point of that scene was to introduce the McDowell's people. Yeah. They were catering it. It was a very long scene to yes. get around to that. But was the beauty contest hosted by the church, or was the church there at the beauty contest? Maybe we were <laughs> supposed to be into it because there's this hilarious scene with Eddie Murphy as the preacher. Yeah, I think yeah. that's exactly... Yeah, it was no. Arsenio Hall as the preacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I think that's exactly what it was. I think... We're supposed to I love th- that hilarious character? I think that was supposed to be a hilarious character, and this is the exact problem I have with the movies that do this with, with Eddie Murphy's movies is like they, they give lip service too much to just, Oh, Oh, that we wanted to do this funny outlandish character, but like, it doesn't really fit for the movie. Uh, you know what? I loved top. it. Ash. I, I think it I, fit I and it was preacher. hilarious. It yeah. Was, it was, yes. All of it was so funny. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> I think the preacher was great. And I don't know. Let's pull a number out of the air. Let's say that preacher had five minutes of screen time. Give him two, two and a half minutes of screen time, and he's fantastic. The fact that he sat on screen for so long. But that's what—that's exactly what I'm saying is that's the problem with these movies is like it's a funny idea and a funny character. But they like you can tell it's it goes, goes on, on too, too long. long. Yeah. It's too much. It's too long. Tighten it up. And it's too it's just it gets really easily carried away quickly as opposed to like if it was just a funny bit part then it'd be a funny bit part but like like old jewish man at the end of the i think credits, that's an enduring like, problem in comedy the right the, the letting the joke hang is like that's never gone away uh you know, I feel like that's the 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 staple of when like Seth Rogen movies get boring instead of funny is like, oh, we're still doing this bit, you know, or uh, Mike Myers and <laughs> <laughs> how I married an axe murderer. Like, yeah, yeah. That whole sausage scene. I think it's it's something that happens with these when you see these, especially SNL uh, comedians, because they're so used to doing these sketch comedies where they get to play these bit roles and you can tell that they're loving it, you know, when they're doing it, which is great. But the problem is, is it's like, nobody's reeling them back. You know, somebody needs to reel them back a little bit. It's just a little too over the top. And I feel like I'm the queen of over the top. Like I love over the top or just stuff. Like trim the, the shot a little bit, trim yeah. the scene a little bit. Or or give that character actual purpose to the story and not just like randomly like what yeah. purpose did he serve? You know, at least the barbershop guys like propelled the story, you know. And they're also really funny. See, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really funny like religion joke. Like Maybe. they had the preacher doing the the freaking like kind of gross beauty contest announcer thing. 
Oh, and maybe, he, yeah. Praise the Lord for these beautiful women. It's, oh, God, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he's, like, actually making fun of a preacher from that time period, too, that we we just maybe aren't aware of. Oh, yeah, that's that's a thing. In yeah. fact, uh, in Blues Brothers, um, James Brown does a very similar character. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did love when he's in the dinner party and he's talking about God again. He's like, who got Gilligan off of the island? <laughs> the dinner party was the one time I found the preacher funny when like she just finds out that what's his name is claiming that he proposed to her. And she's just giving him the dirtiest look while the preacher is like going off yeah, next to her. That was great. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's just not it's not my style of comedy, I guess. Yeah, you might you might have been watching the wrong movie. <laughs> it, it just feels it just feels self indulgent to the performer and not to the audience. That's the way it mm. kind of comes across to me. What as opposed to like the beginning when we, he was in his palace, like all of those jokes were great. You know, fantastic. Like I want more humor like that. Like the elephants walking by oh, while they're I just love eating the elephants. Breakfast is God, so the great. Are so good. There was but so much there. That was so good. Wouldn't a filmmaker be best? Wouldn't a filmmaker best serve a comedic actor to let that comedic comedic actor do everything they want, literally everything they want, capture it on film, and then edit it down into the best stuff? Yes, isn't that the best way to serve that comedic actor? Yeah, for sure. But it doesn't sound like that's what happened. No, no. But I think it's half of what you're saying. Like, don't cut that actor off. Let the actor do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Don't put it all in the movie. I mean, that's a common director trick is you say, yes, let's do that. But first, let's do it my way. And then we'll do it your way. And then as a director, you put your way in the film. <laughs> Look out, actors who work for Ash. I'm sorry, but that's that's the how truth. that's how I've always gotten the best takes of stuff is you just let the camera roll and just let them keep going. And that's yeah. how I've gotten the best shit for anything I've done. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes they do great stuff, but you also got to get yeah. the thing that works for the story. Mm-hmm. But if you get something better, great. But if not, like you got to do in. three yeah. for you and one for them. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did notice like the opening credits was, was it like story by Eddie Murphy? Like, I think he had maybe too many fingers in, in the pie or whatever th- that, uh, mm-hmm. he was, he kept a lot of that stuff in intentionally yeah, where, I'm whereas, sure. you know, yeah, he should have, should have let somebody else take the reins a bit. Yeah. I did uh, look up some interesting facts about the movie. Ooh. I don't know if anybody, it's nothing too, I don't know. Well, it turns out, I guess Eddie Murphy and John Landis had uh, some issues with each other on set. I guess. Oh, that's oh. interesting. I interesting. guess Eddie Murphy was um, a bit of a prima donna on set. <laughs> so there was Not some surprised. issues there. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, one thing I didn't notice either. I knew that James Earl Jones oh. did uh, the Lion King voice, but I didn't know also the queen also played the wife on the Lion King also. Oh, oh. that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, Zamunda was actually named after Bob Zamuda, Andy Kaufman, Andy Kaufman's writing partner. That's where they got that name from. Oh, okay. And uh, one thing I didn't even realize, which I feel stupid for, is James Earl Jones said a similar line that he took from Star Wars. 
It was like almost the exact same line, which was, no, do not alert him to my presence. I shall deal with him myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a line oh, similar to great. what he said in Star Wars. So I thought yeah. that was interesting. That is That's really good. <clears throat> that sounds like John Landis having some fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the see you next Wednesday poster in the subway? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other James Earl Jones line that I really loved was there's a very fine line between love and nausea. <laughs> I love the reaction. Look. Yeah. That she gives him was so great. <laughs> yeah. There's great stuff like that. I did love the uh, the fourth wall breaks, the two that uh-huh. they did. That was kind yeah. of funny. This oh, yeah, movie was. He just spikes directly at the camera. Oh, and yeah. so did um, um, Curly Soul Guy. Glow. Yeah, yeah. Soul Glow. <laughs> I yeah. forget his name, but yeah. Oh, Daryl. Yeah. This Eric was all about the reaction shots, this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Like, they gave the dog, like, four reaction yeah. shots, like, oh back my and God. forth. <laughs> I love the dog shots. They were so. And then it pays off to him sicking the dog on him. And then he just shuts the door and leaves the dog outside. <laughs> and then the dog is just I magically back in the house. It's so great. Here's what bothers me about that scene. It's mm-hmm. you've got Eddie Murphy and the daughter are there and the father's trying to get them together. Uh-huh. And then Eric LaSalle knocks on the door and you get this music. Boom, 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 boom. Like, okay, we're going to have this classic farce of he's going to go to the door. The old boyfriend's there. He's going to throw, throw him out. Then the king's going to show up and he's going to have to deal with that and juggle all this stuff. And that's not what happened at all. It was just that boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 music. I was expecting more. like a more of a threes company kind of <laughs> a mm, situation. Yeah, just, we were set up. I was like buckled in for this crazy <laughs> scene that didn't happen, and it just ended yeah. with the dog. It was feeling like that the uh, one of the final scenes from Clue, where, where they kind of play that yes. music and everyone's <laughs> exactly. just racing around the mansion. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe I'm just too attached to Clue, and I was I was expecting that. Like, even, like, he runs up the little stairs to the door and trips over the stairs and falls down, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this whole choreographed thing, and no. Do you think that was uh, in the script from the trip, or do you think they just kept that take? <laughs> I hope he just fell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked pretty real. Uh, Randolph and Mortimer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the this movie connects directly to trading places, and I forgot that until I saw him give the money to those guys. Mm-hmm. We're back, mm-hmm. being the the rich guys who, by the end of trading places, are completely <laughs> penniless. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Yeah, I haven't either. What? I don't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Millennials. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> that was another TV movie for a while there. Trading places. Yeah. You can't watch these on TV. <laughs> Wasn't but trading places like a home? Trading spaces. spaces oh, okay. <laughs> which has a reboot. Speaking of which, uh, I, I almost uh, fat-fingered rented the wrong movie. Uh, when I looked for Coming to America, I accidentally hit Going to America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What is which, that? It's like... Somebody was trying to rip off this movie, and like it was, it it was just for the fact that it would show up next to this one. I think is uh-huh. why. <laughs> it's like that difference between immigration and emigration that always throws me. It's like, why are they almost the same word? <laughs> and do you guys notice that was uh, Cooper Getting Junior sitting in the? Yeah, yeah. 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 And w- without a single line, just 
Cuba. <laughs> yeah. But Samuel L. Jackson doing yeah, his audition for every movie he's done since. Yeah. <laughs> Typecasted. Way to steal my joke, too. Oh, that, that's a good point. <laughs> I love that they made the stick fighting pay off with that, though. Yeah. That was super cool. Setups and payoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which you were all ranting about recently. I was. Let's not get into it again. I was I was talking with Sam. I was like, I think stick fighting is like the the coolest fighting. It's and not it... called stick fighting. It's called staff fighting. God damn it! Stick um, fighting is cooler. Staffs are made of sticks, dude. Yeah, but that's not, not what it's called. I don't know that it's called staff fighting. I'm sure it is yeah. called staff fighting. I used to do it. Okay, that sounds like some HR we get involved with. Yeah. Sorry staff to offend fighting. your, your uh, highfalutin staff fighting knowledge. Hey, man, I got the kung fu skills with the staffs. <laughs> so th- there's this one kind of huge thing that bugs me about this whole movie. Oh, just one? And Granted, <laughs> this is a very good, funny movie. But we, we're looking at our royal family as, you know, good, happy people. But that level of wealth does not come without a dictatorship and an an oppressive regime. Mm -hmm. Like, behind the scenes, James Earl Jones is exploiting some people. I just kind of liked how this movie didn't get into politics. Yeah. And it it felt very much like a chick flick. Like... Oh, interesting. I would agree. the, The sexy rich prince comes and like, ooh, well, the good girl that works for her dad fall in love with him like mm-hmm. like you don't need political backstory like it's just a rich prince he just exists and it's funny and you like it and like, i mean even the moment where the girl on the <laughs> the woman on the subway is like go for it you know like that's yeah such exactly a girl movie trope yeah for sure and you know what i usually hate that trope and i loved it here yeah it's it pretty was funny. so good <laughs> Yeah, I'm certainly not saying they should have put the political stuff in there. Like, that would not have been good for this movie. It's just they're in this emerald city, and uh-huh. I'm like, eh. See, I, I yeah. my problem is, is, like, credits roll. They have their honeymoon. Next morning, she finds out that he's got, like, women servants who scrub his <laughs> balls and shit. And happy marriage over. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah the, the, the women that he and his dad both, like, happily admitted that they fuck every morning. Like, Now, did he <laughs> ever admit that? It's true. The prince didn't, it, but, but the, the dad did. Assumed it yeah, the hard. father definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... That that line was pretty great. Yeah. The, the royal penis is now clean. Yeah. It was great. You know, it's those to support your your statement, Nick, any motherfucker that wears a lion on an airplane yeah. is definitely a badass motherfucker <laughs> yep. and has fucked some shit up, including uh, a, a lion. Uh, a lion with <laughs> jewel eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine sitting on that airplane next to that dude? No. Oh. oh man, so good. Can can I also say one of my favorite lines from the movie was uh, when that one guy was singing the new bride's like entrance. Oh god, that was yeah. so good. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if Your any we to be. I don't know if any of you caught the line, but one of the lines he sings is she's free from infection. Yes, I know. That was so funny. Yours to use at your discretion. (laughs) And he's like full on leaning backwards. So he's just like shouting straight into the sky. So great. Also, that whole dance number 
and costumes. Oh, was that was fantastic. Amazing. That was but, done by Paul Abdul. She was it really? That. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was really good. And so that part, like, that scene definitely went on really long. But I liked how they gave it space. Like, yeah. I felt like that part definitely worked. Like, it was extra long, but it totally added to the whole, like, pageantry and, like, mm-hmm. the regalness totally of agree. it. Like, I was digging it. I was noticing it in the moment, but I was also yeah. into it. Yeah. And there's something about the the whole first part of the movie. Like, I think that slow pacing was there. But with elephants walking through the back. Well, yeah, it's, just it's joke after joke after joke, though. You know, like somebody's brushing his teeth. Somebody's cleaning his penis. Somebody w- wipes his butt when he goes to the bathroom. Like it's there's lots of jokes there that yeah. after that, we get to America, there's not as many. But I mean, that dialogue scene with his parents at the breakfast you know, mm. like it was that slow, was hilarious. but there were elephants walking through the background yeah. that or, made it hilarious. Or they're communicating through this like voice box thing yeah. that like, oh my God, he's coming to actually talk to us. They're like so afraid <laughs> to talk. And to the dad son. didn't notice that he had a mustache. Like, yeah, yeah it's so lots good. Of gags. Also the way they woke him up. Yeah. Oh, was just yeah. fucking magical. That was hilarious. Mm. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> wish there were more like. Him, like Nick, kind of made the the connection that it, this kind of feels a little like Crocodile Dundee. Is there's a lot oh, of similarities? I was just saying it ended with him rushing into the subway. That was right, the only but thing. also it is it's a foreigner coming to New York, you know, so. and yeah. like I kind of wish there was more jokes about him like getting used to life in New York. You know, it kind of tapered off pretty quick. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like there was more comedy to be had there. I think there was definitely more comedy to be had in New York, but I feel like that might be a little bit of a trope now. And it's probably just from all the movies that came after this. Mm-hmm. But the parts that I found really entertaining in New York were like bad things were happening that would make a normal person uncomfortable. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy was just like, this is great. I love it. Like people yeah. stole his luggage and he's like, this is, I don't care. And that's really important. And I think Ace Ventura does that as well. This is a character who's always really happy, huge Mm -hmm. smile, Uh really nice to people. Although Ace Ventura falters with that a little bit, but he's really, really nice to people. Yeah. And always very happy even when bad things happen. And that gets you invested with that character. It's hard not to like Eddie Murphy in this movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. So charismatic. And he's got like the best smile. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is pretty fun how bummed out Arsenio Hall is. Oh my is. god, I love the <laughs> yeah. contrast. Yeah. yeah. He is hilarious. Anybody Honestly, else notice that Arsenio Hall had like zero accent? Oh, it was only yeah. Eddie Murphy. Eddie yeah, Murphy's like the Jones. only one. James yeah, he didn't, Jones didn't bother with accent. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I loved his whole bit of like, you will be punished and you have to go back to the hotel room and not interact <laughs> with anybody. He's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> So good. The bit with him and the the lady at like the Western Union was pretty uh-huh. great she's too. awesome. She was awesome in that scene, yeah. I thought. <laughs> now, did anybody else notice? I pointed out to Nick, he didn't notice it. But there is a woman, anytime the parents are involved, oh. there yeah. is a woman in the like standing next to them or behind mm-hmm. them in every scene with the parents. She yeah. never says a word in the movie. 
I have no freaking clue who she is. She tested the pastries in the beginning. She had a a title. I actually saw it on IMDb. She's credited at the end. Arsenio. Yeah. Because like who? The end. She was Arsenio, but for the parents. Oh. She what? She's she was whatever Arsenio Hall was to Eddie Murphy. She's that for the parents. Oh, professional best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, her okay, title that... was Lady in Waiting. Oh, her. okay. Okay. That well, that's what she name, did. So. She just, just stood, stood there, there and waited. Because <laughs> because she hooks up with Arsenio Hall in the end, right? They're the ones standing it next to each like other. So. Because in the very she beginning, for when Eddie Murphy's complaining about the woman he's going to marry, I just assumed that was her. And she, she's like standing right behind him <laughs> while he's complaining about her. I don't know. It made that scene awkward. When, that bit was really funny. Like that whole scene. Like she just doesn't stop barking. And like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You can hear her the, going all the way down the hallway. The great. train of her dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, like the beginning of this movie almost felt like it was written by different writers because mm. like it just felt like joke, joke, joke. And then the jokes just kind of tapered off and it just became like, well, normal plot. I think an it's, editor could have tightened out all of the slow, boring stuff. But there wasn't as many jokes, though. Could have been if it had been edited tighter no that's, that's not <laughs> like it would have been it more more densely populated with jokes i think it was there's also a different style that just doesn't get done anymore where like I, I, a lot of the comedies that we've seen recently don't even really try to tie the jokes into the story and like mm. what we watched um the the stoner movie the other day i can't think of the name right now the sewing movie Stoner. No, the stoner movie. Uh, oh. The workaholics guys. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. The other we day watched too. their um, Game Over yeah, Man. Game Over Man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of penis in that movie. There saying. is there a is. lot of penis in that movie. Uh, holy Just crap. Giving you a heads up, Tax says there's penis. Give no, there's so much. It, it was impressive. Um, but the, this movie. Uh, the plot barely holds together between all the jokes. And that's like what we do nowadays is yeah. just every opportunity, you know, somebody, somebody made a pithy comment once that was like, you know, it, everything should be funny. And I think maybe if you focus on a good story, not everything can be funny. And I really liked the story of this movie. I yeah. thought it was like Eddie Murphy's character w- wasn't just like, you know, a gross dude or anything. Like he had all the noble intentions and like there, it was a good like rom-com like story underneath the jokes. And so yeah. I think the, the pacing didn't bother me so much because of that. It's just like not a style of movie that gets made anymore because there's more mm-hmm. story in it. I think like if it was made nowadays, it would be more of like a Jed Apatow kind of a style. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah. He does those rom-coms with raunchy jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. The reason why movies, comedies are like that nowadays is because they're largely improv. Like there is a script, but you know, a, a lot of stuff nowadays they just let the actors improv and that's kind of the same problem that i was saying i have with like eddie murphy when he does these roles where he plays everyone where it's like that's the same when when you just have Mm. improv you know sometimes they get carried away and you're not actually 
going back to the story. But here's something interesting. When you have Eddie Murphy playing multiple characters within one scene, Mm -hmm. can't really be improv Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying what Eddie Murphy did was improv. I'm just saying like improv, it can get carried away. They're two different things. I'm just saying... Two things they need to reel in. Yeah, and and that's, that's why I think the story in a lot of comedies nowadays usually aren't the best because like you said brett the jokes aren't about the story the jokes are just the jokes because they're improv comedians improving on yeah, the spot it's, it's been 20 seconds and no one's laughed we need another joke mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly I, I think you can track that if you watch anchorman and anchorman 2 you can see where they anchorman 2 it's just they do not care about the story they're just trying to throw jokes at the wall in I mean, the first this... movie, I'm not saying it was the best story, but it just definitely <laughs> felt tighter. I'm one of the people who liked Anchorman too, so I don't, I don't know. I liked it, but yeah. it was a mess. I feel like this, the same is true of um, The Hangover One and Two. Well, they were the same movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sequels, I guess there's a sequel in pre-production right now for Coming uh, for... to America. Yeah. Do you what? know anything about it? Apparently, it's called. Coming to the number. Oh, America. oh no! The only thing is, help. the only person attached to it on IMDb is the director. Oh, oh man! Uh. Uh, Jonathan was it Levine? Guess hmm. he directed movies like Fifty Fifty, Warm Bodies. Or no, he oh, was a writer, okay, and director. Warm huh. Bodies was pretty good. I guess he did something with Snatched. I haven't seen that movie yet, but that um, that title reminds me of uh, Jungle to Jungle. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think a, another Coming to America movie just hinges so much on the actors. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, going back to your point, Brett, like, I, I do think that the story is more important than it just being full of jokes. I just felt like there were more opportunities for jokes that could have gone along with the story. Like, like Louis Anderson. Was, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> huge wasted opportunity there yeah there were i think there's a healthy balance you can strike but uh but i mean overall though i don't want to sound like i'm like dumping on this film because i actually really enjoyed it i thought it was pretty fun it probably sounds like i hate this movie. yeah it sounds like we do but (laughs) look i've got some problems (laughs) (laughs) but i i thought like it was pretty great but i just especially liked the beginning i thought the, yeah. the beginning felt like this movie could have been made today, you know, as yeah. far as the humor still stands up. I just, I love this, you know, there's this thing on Futurama where owls are like rats, you know, there's just owls everywhere. <laughs> and this, it's like elephants. Oh. Like, like the, the vermin <laughs> that's scurrying around the house are elephants. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, the, the first part, everything in Zamunda is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is the is the rose petals like the opposite of a wayfinder? It's like a reverse wayfinder so that he can <laughs> find his way back. Because like nobody <laughs> seems to clean them up. Yeah. So was, there's just like a constant trail of rose petals everywhere he's been. Yeah. That was good. Like in the barber shop. Who the hell's gonna clean this up? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Rick Baker did the makeup, which I had yeah, no oh, idea. Oh yeah, the That's makeup right. was pretty great. Yeah, I will say. Which, yeah, if you hadn't told so me solid. that it was Eddie Murphy playing all those characters, I don't think I would have Well, there was known. one yeah. 
in the barbershop, there was a third guy who I don't know. Yeah. So His one name guy is uh, Clint something. I guess he was on Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy. Uh, and he really doesn't have much on his IMDb. There isn't much on there. Because mm. I was looking him up, too. I'm like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah. Clint Smith or something like that. He's just another comedian. He's on SNL, I guess, for like a season. There was so. the woman, though, that the other guy played that was pretty obviously him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the bar where he's talking to all the women. And mm-hmm. It's like, why are you sitting on the other side of the table for this one scene? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I guess we should kind of get our final thoughts on this thing. Um, I, I guess I'll say I, I did enjoy it. Um, but, you know, if the experiment of this show is to see if older movies hold up, I think this one shows some weakness. I think the age of this movie makes it feel very slow. But aside from that, it was pretty fun. What do you think, Brett? So the Eddie Murphy playing everybody thing... Uh, if this is where it started, I could see why the Hollywood wanted to do more of it. And I actually don't think we got the best out of it. Like, I feel like there's, there's, there could have been a better Eddie Murphy playing everyone thing, even than the Nutty Professor. And and I'm a little sad that that's where we went with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but no, I really love this movie. That was, it was great. I liked the story a lot. The jokes uh, were were pretty great most of the time. Um, Arsenio screaming in the king's face and slamming the door. <laughs> I just busted up laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I dug this movie. This was this was a good one. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, it was fun. It was it was the my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. Um, and. In fact, I didn't even really feel like it was Eddie Murphy being like full Eddie Murphy. You know, mm. I've seen him be much funnier in other films, but I I thought it was fun. It was a really fun movie. It was fun to watch, and uh, yeah, I think I think it was an interesting movie. To, I don't have much to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I don't know Perfect. what else to say. It was Put enjoyable. Put that on your Rotten Tomatoes review, <laughs> Sam. Be more eloquent. Um, I really liked this movie. I thought the beginning was really funny and snappy. Only complaint is that it dragged at the end, but I felt like it was almost like a modern take on like Sense and Sensibility. I don't know. Hmm. Not not a hundred percent, but like with the the, everything. Yeah, the wedding (laughs) at the end and like the carriage thing. Like it it just it felt very like 80s take on like a classic love story yeah and i, I could see that i really liked it i thought it was really fun like i'm really happy we picked it <laughs> or or that tack picked it yeah thank you so, yeah what do you think i, so I, rede- I redeemed myself i think from yeah. that who's not included all right yeah uh, I, I love this movie. It's I've always loved it as a kid, and uh, it still holds up to me. I didn't think there was a problem with the pacing. I didn't really notice it anyway. Um, now going, I have to watch it again now with that in mind. Um, but uh, I liked it. I'm not really your best subject because I I like most things. <laughs> I'm the guy that laughs at everything on TV and like usually begins to cough while I'm laughing. So I'm that guy. So <laughs> it's better to like a lot of stuff than hate a lot of stuff for That's sure. what I say. That's True not story. a better person. That's you a better force in the world. You must have a happy life. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 
Like I just watched. <laughs> it's a great response. I was gonna. I was gonna I mean, say. I, I do. I got no stress. I got no drama in my yeah. life. I got nothing. Don't go to film school. It'll ruin everything. I've yeah. already been to film yeah. school. I've already been to film school. Don't yeah, go back. A filmmaker. Yeah. 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 I'm in pre-production now for a short film I'm doing soon, and I have one in. Uh, I um uh well I submitted to a couple of film festivals actually my cartoon that I haven't talked about yet but I was going to yeah that's that's interesting we we talked about your podcast but we haven't even talked about your other projects well I mean okay the only other thing is I have I created a cartoon um there's a there's only five episodes right now um I do have more I'm going to be doing but I lost one of the actors so I have to create a whole new character or get somebody else to do his voice, but we all know how much we hate that. So, <laughs> And this is Get Out Penny? Get Out Penny, yeah. It's on YouTube. Just search for it. Um, nice. And uh, they're only about two or three minutes long, but basically the, the quick version is Penny is like this little girl. She's like, I don't know, eight years old. And the other two characters are her brother, Herbert, and his friend, Dell. And she basically just gives them a rash of shit for everything they're doing. And she's a very sarcastic and smart and witty and they're just, nah. and I do the voice of one of the guys on, in the, on the show. So excellent. Fun. Cool. Yeah. And, and you've got a project in festivals. Uh, it's that I wanted to put something oh, okay. in quick cause my next thing isn't ready yet. So I wanted to throw something in there and I just put together the five episodes as one short film. So oh, cool. Oh, cool. Ho- hopefully it'll get picked and you know, Nice, good luck. I like doing that. Yeah, thanks. Fun stuff. The festival gambit. Mm. God yeah. bless a- you, Ashes sir. Fought that battle in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've submitted anything. So, oh, man, it's the worst. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Cool. Well, thanks for bringing us a pretty great movie, Tack. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And, and thanks for your constant comments on our show. <laughs> yeah. I love the show. I'm I'm always listening. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool to get some, you know, feedback from our peers, you know. It's always good to hear from you. Cool. And we'll keep it coming. Cool. All so right. I think that's it for Coming to America. Yeah. All if right. you like the show, this is part of the Last Dash TV network of content. It's this podcast and a YouTube channel with a cooking show, a drinking show, video game parodies, and lots of other fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Our YouTube channel is Laughsash TV. Yeah. Did you just say that? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a headache. <laughs> I'm not doing well today. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Laughsash TV. Fucking Hue Lights just turned off on us. All right. <laughs> Let me start over. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, and you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Laugh TV on Twitter, or you can follow this podcast. We're at Let's Rewatch, where we do fun stuff like uh, sometimes we do movie polls where we let you guys choose which movie we should watch, or sometimes I post a picture of the movie we're watching if it's not um, one that we did through a poll. So I did that with this one. And uh, who was the the first person to get it was Critipocalypse? Critipocalypse? Yes. Yeah, Critipocalypse. Did See, if you read them before you try and say crit- them, John Travolta. <laughs> a crit, a crit apocalypse is like way worse than a regular apocalypse. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's a critical hit. It's like so. you roll a 20 on the apocalypse. Yeah, rolled a 20. 
Um, actually, they were the only ones, I think, that guessed it. Though Mitch also also commented with a wonderful gif of Eddie Murphy as the Jewish guy. Aha! Which is wonderful, yeah. <laughs> um, but also, you guys can check out our uh, Facebook page. I don't know if we talked about it in a while, but Tack, you're on there, right? Yeah, our, I'm on there. Love our, it. Or not page, but it's a group. Just yeah, search it's a for, group, yeah. Yeah, la, uh, let's la, rewatch. God. Let's rewatch. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the show we're on. It's our first uh, day. Come on, give her a chance. Chance. I'm going to inject morphine into our heart before the next show. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a good uh, Facebook group. Did you guys see? Uh, I haven't been back on it in a couple of days, but uh, Bree, past guest Bree's uh, comment about the Lindsay Ellis series on YouTube. Um, the uh, she does the Lord of the Rings. Uh, kind of breakdown oh my god it's so good you guys have to watch this thing uh does she post it on the facebook yeah on the group i believe she calls it an autopsy autopsy yeah Uh, oh yes i see it now but uh, i missed it on top of great conversation about our show you get to be led to other great content and i I love our facebook group it's pretty cool yeah (laughs) it's called let's rewatch podcast so search for it it's a closed group but just ask to be added and and i will add you and that's the cool thing about the group is we talk more than just about the show like um mitch also shared an article recently about a gremlins reboot um chris (laughs) Mm -hmm. shared a hilarious photo of a bunch of snapes from harry potter on a plane which is just (laughs) fantastic so uh it's a super awesome group and people discuss uh movies beyond just what we watch here so it's pretty awesome come join it can can i say it's awesome again it's awesome (laughs) Mm mm-hmm And if you also think that our show is awesome, you should review us on iTunes or Google Play Music. And now, finally, that hip service that all the people are using that I can't remember the name of. SoundCloud. No. Spotify. Spotify. (laughs) Every time, guys. I know the name of it before my line comes up and then I forget it. It's better to just not say anything at all. You know no, I don't do that. I own I, it. You know, I was bad just so that you'd look better. So don't worry. I got you. <laughs> was I worse or better than you? I'm not sure what that statement means. I think means. you were better is what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, give us a review. Yeah. Maybe well, we'll let you guys record our outros for us because you might do a better job. Wow. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us, Tack Van Sickle. Set that precedent. Oh, thanks for having me. This is a blast. I appreciate it. Yeah, great hanging out. Yeah, yeah, and, thanks. Uh, make sure your podcast feeds are up to date. We'll be doing this again in another two weeks for more. Let's rewatch. Yeah, next time we're, we're taking it mainstream, guys. We're gonna watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Where are the Muppets in this? <laughs> Jason takes it's Manhattan Jason, from the Muppets, or it's a Jason Muppet.